I am so tempted to start this evening's show by singing Tangaleo, the Mexican donkey song, but alas, I shall refrain. Welcome to Bob's Fishbowl, everybody. I'm Bob Van Dyne, or is still no one calls me, even though I'm no longer in Tijuana, Tijuana Bob. Welcome to Bob's Fishbowl. That's the extra-dimensional Fishbee over there. When we get to Fishbee this evening, an Amazon Prime TV hit, Civil War, Lori Lachlan, Kim Kardashian, The Attorney, Black Holes, Duct Tape Bikinis, Armies of Turtles, 80s Pop Songs, Former Pope Eggs Benedict, and Publicly Masturbating Near Horses. All that plus Paleta Bola de Fuego, the hottest finale in the history of podcasting. We will get to all that when we get to Fish B. But first, I would like to begin this evening by talking about balls. One of my favorite subjects that we don't get to talk enough about on this show. Maybe, maybe, maybe every intro, maybe every night we should, uh, we should, we should, we should. If, if it can't be Tongaleo, the Mexican donkey song, because the donkey walks, the donkey talks, the donkey eats with a knife and fork. Uh, let's start by talking balls. According to a new study, and this makes me feel better, let me preface this by saying this. I thought it was my, my, my Dutch, British, Bavarian skin that made it so I couldn't grow a beard. Uh, I can't grow sideburns. I can't grow a mustache. I can grow a little bit of stubble on my chin that I kind of proudly rock like an idiot in his early 40s. Uh, last year, I got three nipple hairs, and I was I was this close to sending out the invitations to my bar mitzvah over 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 the three nipple hairs. But but maybe it's not my fault. Maybe we can blame this on my balls. All right, let's 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 let now now we can proceed. According to a new study, facial hair may be a sign of small balls. This was published this month in the Journey of Biological Sciences, of course of which I'm an avid reader. It says, according to the thing, hair is considered a quote-unquote ornament, an outward display of masculinity, and testes are a quote-unquote weapon, a way to actually sexually compete with other males in the species by reproduction. Research has found that humans, as well as other large primates, physically lack the energy to have both a large ball sack and a b- and bushy facial hair at the same time. I'm uh, quoting the New York Post summation of this article because this is the kind of article that I read the New York Post for. Uh, but it's 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 not all good news. Just just because I don't have facial hair doesn't mean that the genetic marvel that is my penis and the nutsack attached to it are it's uh, it's, it's not all good. It's not all good news, uh, according to the post and uh, this study in uh, in what did I say? Yes, uh, biological sciences. I have a subscription, but they also found. See, having a beard might still might be helpful when it comes to reproduction. Hairier primates are perceived to be more masculine. I'm definitely not masculine. Perceived to be more masculine, healthy, and fertile, and thus more attractive to attra- to mating females. So even if they don't have the actual balls to match, they still might attract lots of mates 
if they've got larger balls and thereby more sperm, they might not be as attractively hairy, meaning they might not get the same chance as a bushier primate with a mate. So it's, it's, I don't know. So it's, you know what that is? It's a win-win. So if you've got a beard, you're really attractive and you're masculine. If you can't grow a beard, it's not your fault. It's because your nutsack is producing so much sperm, there's no energy left for facial hair. Or it could just be uh, genetically where you're from. So anyway, let's start the show by talking about balls. Why not? That's fun. Question one from the Extra Dimensional Fish B reads as follows. If America keeps on this current course, is another civil war inevitable? God, let's hope not. If America continues on this current course, is another civil war inevitable? It's, it's definitely not inevitable. It, it's, it's, it's not written in stone. Destiny is ours to choose. But I hate, hate, hate where the country is right now. And you've got President Donald Trump, whose political strategy is the same strategy as Nixon, the same strategy as the Southern strategy, where you, where you split the nation in half on purpose along ideological fault lines, and then you just keep your fingers crossed that your half is bigger. But all this anti-immigration, blaming everything on the other, talking about how our country is full, red state versus blue state, who are, who are real Americans? Is it, is it flyover country or is it the coastal elites? Our, our, whether, it's, whether it's guns, taxes, drugs, sexuality, religion, there are significant cultural divides in this country and ethnicity. I was hoping as a, uh, I made my first uh, multi-ethnic baby in 1999. And I kind of imagined a world in 50 years where race wouldn't be that big of idea, big a deal because America had just become so beige that it really didn't matter anymore. And now I'm thinking that I might have been exactly wrong in my thinking there, and precisely the opposite is true. Uh, the more beige America gets, the more voluntary segregation, and uh, I, I'm concerned. But uh, a civil war is not inevitable. That's why at the end of this show, we say life is short. Do your best to be nice to each other, especially your neighbor, and uh, understand what's going on in other people's heads. Question two, Fishby. That was a... That was a heady one to start. Did we go did we go from balls to an American Civil War again? American Civil War 2 2.0. Is America having too much fun with the Lori Lachlan Operation Varsity Blues story? Is America have yeah, America is having too much fun uh, delighting in the demise of, I don't even remember the girls' names, Olivia Jade and, and what's her name? The 19 and 20-year-old daughters of Full House's Aunt Becky and fashion designer to Tarjay Massimo uh, paying 500K uh, to get their kids into USC. Go Trojans. Dun, da, da, 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 dun. If you're going to pay 500K, actually get your kid into a de decent, uh, decent school other than USC. It appears that, 
I mean, Lori Lachlan, her and her husband, they're looking at like four years of actual prison time here. And she's outside the courthouse signing autographs. She's just going to the car wash, talking to TMZ like nothing's going on. I don't think she's taking this seriously enough. And I want to know who at the FBI gets to name all this shit. Operation Varsity Blues? Brilliantly named. Like, are these the same group of people, the quote-unquote namers, that also name, like, the weed, like, the, the purple panty dropper and, and all kinds of, like, zombie deathbed? And, uh, uh, are these, no, no, not completely different groups of people? All right, fair enough. Have you ever threatened to destroy an entire city with an army of turtles? <laughs> Have I ever? This uh, this story this story happened in Florida, and and as someone who deals with more than his share of mental illness, you shouldn't make fun of mental illness. But yeah, this guy this guy was arrested for amongst other things in his scuffle with police on his way out. He threatened to destroy an entire city in Florida with an army of turtles. I've never done that. Uh, sometimes in my imagination, I believe I can hold a rainbow, and also in my imagination, I believe I can summon all the world's killer whales to attack one specific location, even if it's inland, uh, which probably isn't true, and I also believe in the magic, in the, uh, in the tusk of bull walrus and vampire semen. That's as close as I've, I've ever gotten to threatening to destroy an entire city. With an army of turtles, you will, you shall all perish to our little housed friends. You shall all perish. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Again, Fish B. For the hundredth night in a row, we, we get that it's you asking the question. There's no need for the SFX drop right there. We, I mean, your name is in the question. Yo, it's me, Fish B. What are you not getting? What are you not getting? I don't, I'm confused. How, how does one urinate in a duct tape bikini? Really, Fishby? You're a, you're, you're, I mean, I don't mean any disrespect. I mean this in, in, the, in the nicest possible way. You're a fucking fishbowl. How does, how does one urinate in a duct tape bikini? This is, this is, this is, this is a hot fashion trend. I saw the Miami fashion show where it was it was stick-on bathing suits as if female bathing suits. The problem with them is 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 there's there's too much wiggle room. That's the, that's the real complaint with 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 American female uh, bathing wear is is there's too much there's too much wiggle room. It's not it's not it's a, you can't you can't find something snug enough, right? So so this stuff is actually made with with tape. I assume I assume it's it's the kind of sticker that, that that goes on and and goes off or or if if you're so vain that you think a duct tape bikini is a slice of brilliance really urination is the least of your issues fishby the, I would like to see you dressed up though in a uh, that would be nice. Maybe start start a whole whole Instagram following. You could you could restart your cult with that shit. That would be uh, that would be darn impressive. Next question. Next question. Is Joe Biden 
too damn handsy to be president is, is yes, Fishby, we get it. Is is Joe Biden too damn handsy to be president? It's not that he's too handsy. I mean, is that really the problem now? Joe Biden, we like him, but he's he's too warm. He's too affectionate. He's not cold enough. He's not robotic enough. Is are the, are those really uh, the concerns that we're listing? Is why Joe Biden can't be president? It might be that Grandpa Joe is just is just too old and too white and not female enough and not out of touch uh, and and too out of touch. Excuse me. Um, he's still got a good shot. We'll see. To me, the biggest reason why Joe Biden won't be the next president of the United States is I think once he gets on the debate stage, I think people will like Kamala Harris and will like Mayor Pete better and maybe even Amy Klobuchar better. I think that's why Joe Biden's a, a real issue is, is hell of a vice president. Obama, Obama did everything right. Couldn't have picked better than Joe Biden for VP, but I don't, I don't, I don't know about Biden as president. I just, I just don't see it in my crystal fishbowl. We'll see, though. We'll see. First debate's not till September. We got plenty of time. Yo, global media ombudsman, give me something good to watch on TV. All right. I got, uh, as global media ombudsman, every now and again, this is my responsibility. If you have, a, if you have a upgraded streaming services, uh, these are a couple for you. I got, I got nothing on network other than the NBA playoffs start on Sunday. That's a good thing. Um, HBO, it didn't get a ton of promotion, but, uh, but they have a, they have a HBO, a, a produced film there called Native Son that is, is, is a quirky little screenplay and, and for about a hundred minutes, like that thing zips, it, it moves. It, it, it's, it's a very fascinating story. If, if you want to, if you want to watch that as a film, meanwhile, over, over on Amazon Prime TV, over on Amazon Prime Video, I, I don't like really any of the... Sh- Jack Ryan was okay. I, I don't get the marvelous miss, whoever the heck she is. Uh, but, but the show Hannah? I start, They gave like a free... Pre- they advertised the hell out of this during the Super Bowl, if I remember correctly. And you could, you could watch the pilot episode, the first episode, for free. And now the first eight episodes... Are up. I started watching this thing last night. Went back and start rewatched the first one. It's it's Joel Kinnaman and uh, who's who's on a bunch of shows, uh, House of Cards, but mostly he's famous from uh, from The Killing, uh, that AMC show, and and the tremendous chemistry he had with his co-star on that show. Forgive me if I'm blanking on her name or at least how to pronounce it. Is it is is it Mariel Enos? That's probably not how you say it, but that's that's how I that's how I see it in my brain anyway. I'm not sure if I've even heard anyone say it out loud, but that sh- that show is good. I watched if it wasn't I made it through six episodes last night, and if it wasn't already three o'clock in the morning, I would have made it through all of them. If if as I like to say, the story writers, I mean, talk about having the chess board set. If they can bring that motherfucker home, Hannah, 
It's like this action, drama, psychological, sci-fi thriller. It is, it's, it's really, really, really a good watch. And his global media ombudsman, I'll let you know either tonight or tomorrow when I finish it, if it, if it ends as strong as it begins. But Hannah on Amazon Prime is nice watch. It's a nice watch. Will Kim Kardashian make a good attorney? Will Kim... Now, I realize it's, it's, it's easy to, to dis and dismiss one Kim K as, of course, she, she'd be a terrible attorney. She's, she's Kim Kardashian. She's got butt implants. What does she know about anything? Well, uh, I mean, she got, she got Alice Walker out of jail. She got, she got the president to either pardon or commute her sentence. Uh, this is an issue that she, she's very clearly involved with. Her father was a lawyer, right, on, on OJ's, he was a personal friend and also OJ's legal dream team. And, and then apparently she started this last summer, every summer she, she's going to intern at this law firm in San Francisco. And California is one of four states in the union where you can, you can take the bar exam without actually having gone to law school. So her goal is to be a lawyer by 2022. I wish her luck because at the very least, whether that judge is male or female, uh, uh, she's distracting. Her, uh, her beauty is, is distracting. One Kim Kardashian. I, I, she might make a great attorney. Go, go Kim. Go get him. I don't, uh, I'm not in the business of, uh, of dogging the Kardashians. I don't have any hate for them. I don't. How much do you, uh, excuse me, next question. How much do you love the first ever picture of a black hole? Oh, Fish B. This is Fish B's category. Fish B came to this dimension via a black hole and the, and the end of his former universe. So we, we know a lot about that. The name of this black hole is, 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 it, is it M87 or is it M83? It's, it's M87, is that right? Messier? 87, apparently named after someone named it was a big hockey fan or something, or there's a scientist named Messier. But, but it took, basically, there were eight telescopes around the world, and, and, and they had to all focus on this thing a few years ago, and they took in so much data, it, it, it took years to process this, and finally today, they posted the first ever picture, the, the first ever actual photographic proof based on Einstein's theory of relativity that black holes exist. And as a human being, I think that's damn impressive that they did that. So I'm, I'm super impressed by the first ever picture of a black hole. I mean, it's 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 not world's greatest picture, but but what do you want? It it's a black hole. You you can you can see the, the, the dark center, and then and then and then it has like energy orbs, which which apparently stretch out for for almost four thousand light years. These these energy that are cut that are coming off the black hole. It's uh it's cool. If you haven't seen it, I'm I'm almost positive you will, uh, because you have the internet. How do I know that? Because you're listening to a podcast. Next, can you name an 80s pop song that stood the test of time? Can I name an 80s pop? 
Stop trying to throw me off, Fish B. Stop trying to throw me off. I get it. Could I name an 80s pop song God, not alternative? Because that's easy. There's going to be a bunch of Cure, R.E.M. There's a bunch of songs from, from alternative. Uh, let, let's go with, let's go with uh, a cutting crew just died in your arms tonight or whatever the hell the name of that song is. Still the test of time. No factual data whatsoever. That's the best answer I got off the top of my head. Next, former Pope Benedict is blaming the church's pedophilia scandals on the 1960s. What say you? Well, as much as I love a former Pope named after my favorite eggs breakfast dish, um, this, is, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is flawed thinking. Apparently, former Pope Benedict has written a 6,000-word document, a.k.a. a snooze fest, uh, titled The Church and the Scandal of Sexual Abuse. He suggests that uh, the pedophilia crisis stems from moral laxity that swept the West and not just the church in the 1960s refers to the young rebels of 1968 where he writes they fought for quote all-out sexual freedom one which no longer conceded any norms and he thinks that priests that came from that, like, like, like the Catholic Church just invented pedophilia, like this just fucking became a problem for the Catholic Church after the 1960s and a sexual revolution somehow made pedophilia okay for a minute? I'm not 100% sure that's true. I don't, uh, I, if I had a choice between sitting down for an hour with Pope Benedict, or have an eggs Benedict for breakfast every day for a week, I would I would pick the following. I would I would I would choose the latter. That seems like a, a shift in the blame on on that one to me. How many times can I solve this problem for the Catholic Church? Total transparency. I mean, that's what it boils down to, Catholics. Total transparency. And you can't just keep playing the priest shuffle a around the country and around the world when there are credible claims of sexual abuse. They need to be referred to law enforcement. Well, you're at it. Allow priests to marry. Well, you're at it. Admit that, admit that God made gay folks exactly the way that he intended. To paraphrase Mayor Pete, I, I mean... For, for Pope Benedict to blame this, this is like, this, this is like me blaming my, 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 my inability to get laid on my, on my hat. Like, like, sure. Like, like it, it, it just doesn't, just doesn't make any sense. And that was a really poor example. Cause oftentimes, I mean, a hat could, could prohibit, could prohibit sexual activity. Could certainly, could certainly run away. Members of any sex, the wrong hat. So that was, that was precisely the wrong example, but who cares? Let's move on. Last question, as always, comes from Isaiah the Tiny Player. Fish B, I just said, comes from Isaiah the Tiny Player, the eight-year-old executive producer, meaning not you. Uh, Isaiah writes, 
How much jail time do you get in England for publicly masturbating near a horse? Yeah, let's let's applaud that one. The kid's eight. He's almost nine. His birthday is April 21st, Easter. Um, how, how much jail time do you get in England for publicly masturbating near a horse? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, familiar with all, with all the ins and outs of the uh, British judicial system, but I, but I, know, I know one guy, uh, but, but here's the thing. There, there are some mitigating circumstances. Apparently, he's been busted for this like a dozen times before. But then recently, he thought he had his urges every time he was near a a horse in public to whip it out and start touching himself. He thought he had conquered those demons, uh, but apparently he hadn't because, because he was at a park, there was a horse, he starts yanking, and then he gets arrested. Less than 24 hours later, he gets caught again at the same park by an undercover cop because he saw the horse and he couldn't resist from touching himself because horse is, is a, a very attractive mare, a, a very, or a thoroughbred or a Clydesdale or whatever, whatever the hell it was. I'm not an expert on these, uh, on these horses. Um, uh, th- this guy got eight months. He got eight months in, in, the, in the British slammer. For, for public masturbation near a horse. But remember, he did that like like 11 times, 12 times. And once again, yeah, go ahead. Applaud a great question. Applaud a great question. And with that, time to move on to a little something called Paleta Bola de Fuego. Let me find my nice public masturbation because I just saw a horse rhythm. Good news, Louis C.K., you're out of this joke for now. Um, let me, oh yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's sturdy. That's a, that's a, that's a pace and a rhythm that's, that's going to lead to a climax for everyone. Congratulations to B.B. Netanyahu. Apparently B.B. is one, he will, for the fifth term, he will remain the prime minister of Israel, which I think, I'll just say congratulations. It, it, I think that hinders the peace process in the long run, but what do I know? Happy 67th birthday to Steven Seagal. He's a friend of a bunch of weird people, including President Trump and Putin. Weird. The Dalai Lama was hospitalized with a chest infection, but don't worry, he's the Dalai Lama. He's going to be fine. Ancient whales walked on four legs and moved like otters. Who knew? Not me, but apparently scientists do. Michael Avenatti had one of his $4.5 million jet plane seas. Michael Avenatti's in trouble. He's going to go to jail. Justin Bieber's 2019 musical return will be uh, uh, something that includes a collaboration with Lil Dicky. So if you love Justin Bieber and Lil Dicky, oh, is 2019 going to be a year for you? A Taiwanese woman who went to the hospital for a painful eye infection. Uh, The doctor went in there with a microscope. You know what they found? Four B's. And, and not, 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 like my, not like my high school report card, like four B's. Like, like, like four, like, like, bzzz, like, like those kind of bees living in her eyes and living off the salt in her tear ducts. And they pulled out the bees alive, as, as John Oliver would say, cool. And, uh, and, and that, my friends, is uh, tonight's episode Chapter 159 of Bob's Fishbowl on, beha- on behalf of myself, on behalf of Fish Kembe Matumbo. 
have the best night ever. I've got reason to believe that uh, I might be uh, I might be uh, stepping out for a moment this evening. So wish me well tomorrow. Uh, we will be back. We do this show every Monday through Friday, usually up by eleven Eastern, eight Pacific. We suck at social media. That's why we count on you. Your job is to promote it. Your job is to tell you. Actually, your job is just to listen. And if you're so inspired, uh, tell someone you love about the show. We appreciate it. Till manana. Adios.